very grateful to be with all of you. At this very beautiful new temple, Shishirad Hasham Sundar, somewhere in New Jersey. Actually, I don't know where we are. Today we have come together on a supremely holy occasion, a day that is deeply, profoundly worshipped in the core of the hearts of the greatest of the Paramahamsas. Your devotees of the Lord. Today we celebrate the appearance of Shimati God Hadani. In Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita we learn Radha Krishna Pranaya Vikriti Radini Shakti Rasma. That the absolute truth, the cause of all causes, who in English many people call God, who Brahma Sutra says, Janmadya Shaktata, from whom everything comes, who Krishna declares in Gita, Aham Sarabhasya Prabhava Matta Sarabham Prabhartate Iti Matva Bhajante Namudha Bhava Samanvita From whom all material and spiritual worlds are coming. That absolute truth is one. But for the sake of the highest purpose of spiritual existence, the intimacy of the exchange of love, that one absolute truth is forever. Without beginning and without end, are two. The Shaktiman and the Shakti. The supreme reservoir of all energies and the supreme energy. And these scriptures tell that that absolute truth has three principles. Sambit, Sandini, and Ladini. Of them, the Purna Shakti, the fullest Shakti, is Ladini. She is the pleasure potency of the Lord. Just as Krishna is the source of everything and everyone that exists, Sri Radha 
is the source of all love, of all devotion. Whoever has babies, there's so many nice places to take them to play and be happy. Mothers, please don't keep your babies miserable in this hot room where they Just as the Supreme Absolute Truth of Bhagavan has so many incarnations or avatars, Krishna is to Bhagavan Svaya, and Krishna is the source of all of them. Similarly, of all the consorts of the Lord, Lakshmi, Sita, Rukmini, Bhudevi, within the creative atmosphere, Parvati Durga, Shirata is the source of all of them. And just as the sun is never separated from the sunlight, similarly, Shishiradha, Govinda Dev are never apart. They are one and the same. But still, you cannot see the sun except through the sunlight. So we can never approach Krishna except through the grace of Shirada. Bhaktya Tvananya Shakya Aham Evam Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita it is only by loving devotion that I can be known as I am. It is the Hladini Shakti, Sri Radha, who is the very proprietor of the treasure of all love and all devotion. Just as Mamayvamso jiva loke jiva bhuta sanatana. Every living being is an infinitesimal part of Krishna. Nityana, nitya, nityana, chaitanya, eko bahunam There is one supreme eternal, and there are many, many, many infinite, infinite, infinitesimal eternals. But the many are always subordinate to the one supreme Similarly, all love, all ananda, all ecstasy that is within the hearts of all living things is part and parcel of Sri Radha's ecstasy. Five thousand years ago, on an occasion that only takes place once in a day of Brahma, which is really a long time, Krishna appears personally in his full supreme opulence, 
on Sri Goloka Vrindavan, the highest realm of the spiritual world. And he comes to present what no other avatar gives entrance into the most inclusive and highest of the rasas or spiritual relationships. Beyond understanding simply the greatness of God, Krishna allows his devotees and invites us to love him as a servant, as an intimate friend, as our own child, or as our beloved lover. And that is Vrindavan. And just after Krishna appears on Janamastri, his eternal pleasure potency, Shivata, appeared in a place called Muktyadabali, often called Rabal, near the bank of the Yamuna River. Our beloved Guru Maharaj, the Prabhupada, he explains from several of the great Puranas that Sri Parishabhani was plowing a field. And while plowing the field from the earth herself, beautiful golden baby appeared. That is Shirada. And he took her home to be raised with deep love by Krishabhanu and his wife Kirtita. It is explained that in previous life Suchandra and Kalavati husband and wife, they were great devotees. And they performed long, long years of tapasya. And Lord Brahma appeared and said, I will fulfill your any benediction. They said, we only wish one thing. Let the supreme goddess of fortune be our child so we could witness her beautiful pastimes and serve her with love. In this way, Rishabhanu and Kirtida had the supreme ultimate fortune of serving Sri Radharani as their own baby child. When she was very young, she refused to open her eyes, and she refused to either acknowledge any sound or make a sound. It appeared she was blind, deaf, and dumb, and there was nothing anyone could do about it. 
But she was so beautiful. She completely attracted people's total love. Not just the love of their minds and senses. Not even just the love of their hearts, but the love of their very souls. What to do? She won't open her eyes. Will she ever open her eyes? But when the dear most of the friends of Brishabhanu Maharaj and Nanda and Yashoda heard a baby daughter was born, they came to congratulate and offer their blessings. And as everyone was talking, Shirada, who was on a little seat like a cradle, little Gopal crawled up to her. He was just born to you. And he he was right in front of her. And he touched her. And like a lotus flower, a blue lotus fully blooms in the moonlight, her eyes fluttered open wide. She did not want to see anything in this world before she saw her beloved Gopal. And she cried. She cried out Krishna's name with such sweetness and devotion. As she grew and performed her pastimes, our holy literatures explain how exalted she really was. Lord Brahma, he lives 311 trillion years. He's the original created being within the entire universe. At the beginning of creation, he has the darshan of Lord Narayan. He's the father of everyone. He's the original guru of the universe, Adi Guru. Brahma performs years of tapasya with one prayer. That when Srimati Radharani comes to the earth, he could render the most humble, menial possible service to her and her devotees. And how does he do that? He took the form of four mountains because he has four heads. So each of those mountains, each of those heads became a hill. The hill in which Shirat Harani and her family and friends would live. And in this way, Lord Brahma, who's giving benedictions to Hiranyakashipu and Kumbhakarna, and who's giving benedictions to Ravana, and giving benedictions to so many great sages and rishis, he's begging for a benediction. Let me have the lotus feet of Shirat Harani upon my head. <coughs> 
always. And those of those who love her. Lord Shankar Bhagavan Shiva. He Vaishnavanam Yata Shambhu in his most exalted, liberated state of consciousness, he knew that there is no higher state of spiritual happiness. There is no more full, complete state of liberation than Gopi Bhava, the love of the Gopis of Sri Vrindavan. And he yearned, he longed for that. He performed tapasya so that he could serve Krishna in the mood of a gopi. In fact, all the gopis are simply assisting Sri Radha in her loving service to Krishna. Near Brahmakund, Lord Shiva was told that if you want the mood and the body of a gopi, you shall go to Mansarovar. It's a lake. When Krishna left Srimati Radharani in separation, in her loving anger of separation from Krishna, she cried. And those tears were so incessant and so pure. They filled a small lake, one of the holiest of all holy places today called Mansarovar in Vrindavan. And the great Lord Shiva, when he dances, he destroys all creation. He's very powerful. So many great personalities worship Shiva. But Shiva is begging to be the servant of the servant of Sri Radha. And by the grace of Vrinda Devi, he goes to Mansarovar to take his bath. And with these prayers in his heart, when he came out of the water, by the power of Radha's liquid love, he had the form of a gopi. The ultimate fulfillment of his prayers, his austerities, and all of his desires. And he was proclaimed by Sri Radharani as Gobeshwar Mahadev, the guardian of the last mandala. where he is forever, eternally, in that form, rendering service to Srimati Radharani and the Gopis in their service to Krishna. Narada Muni, we read how when Srimati Radharani was still a little baby in Raval. 
and she hadn't yet even opened her eyes to see Krishna. Narada Muni came to the house. This is a very famous and worshipable pastime throughout Vrindavan. When I used to live there, people used to love to drop little pictures of this pastime. We could be so dear to her. Narada Muni, he's disciple of Vyastev. Narada Muni Bajayi Narati He's always chanting Sri Radha's name and Krishna's name. Playing his Veena, he can go anywhere in the universe at any time, within seconds, any planet, like Kunta, Goloka. Such an exalted person. The Guru of Prahlad, Dhruva, Valmiki, the Prachetas, the Guru of Yasdev. The author, compiler of all the Vedic literatures, the Param Guru of Madhvacharya, exalted person. But he knew Krishna just appeared. That means Srimati Radharani must be somewhere. So he came to the house of Prishapanam. And he asked, was a child, baby girl, was she born? Is she here? And Prishapanu Maharaj Kantita Rani. They were thinking, Ardamuni is the most powerful, exalted of all sages. He can, he can travel anywhere. Maybe by his mystical powers, he will give vision to Sri Radharani and get her to make some sound. So they said, yes, she is in our, she is in this room. And they just, they were completely in love with her, but they considered her their child. Narada did not want to disturb their relationship. He said, let me be alone with her. So they closed the doors. He offered his dandavat pranams to this apparently blind little baby and started offering beautiful prayers. And Sri Radharani manifested her Kishori form, her eternal form from the spiritual world, which was more brilliant than limitless suns, but so pleasing to the eye to the heart, to the soul. Narada Muni was dancing in ecstasy. He was falling unconscious. He was weeping. As Sri Radharani smiled and blessed The ultimate fulfillment of all of his desires. Shukadeva Goswami, his exalted position, 
is the crest jewel of renunciation, detachment, and knowledge. Such a liberated soul, so deeply realized in pure bhakti. When Parikshit Maharaj was in his last seven days at Shukatal on the banks of the Ganges, all the great sages and rishis from the whole universe came to be there with him to support him. And the Srimad Bhagavatam itself describes the names of many of those sages. Vashishta, Vishwamritra, Balmiki, Varadvaj, Gautam Rishi, Vyasdev, Narada, Parasara, Paravat. They were all there. Everyone you read about in the great Puranas and scriptures, they all assembled. Who, who was it that is most qualified among them to speak to correction? Without hesitation, everyone unanimously accepted Shukadeva Goswami is the most highly enlightened and the most qualified. And Shukadeva Goswami, in his love, as he was speaking Krishna's leelas of Vrindavan in the tenth canto, he very carefully did not speak the name of Sri Radha directly. Knowing if he did, just her name would invoke such love that was so deep and so ecstatic that he would become speechless. He may fall unconscious. And then what would happen to Parikshit? Because there was only seven. There was only a day or two left. The most exalted of all renunciates of all time, Sukadev Goswami, that was how he worshipped and honored Sri Radharani. That is how humble he was by her exalted love. But he disclosed her in one particular verse at a time which is the very essence of the whole Srimad Bhagavatam. Of all the Puranas, four Vedas, Istihastas, the Sutras, the Samhitas, the Asteva, he explained vast quantities of knowledge. But the Srimad Bhagavatam is the crest jewel, the cream of all Vedic literatures. Dharma Parochita Kaitapatra. 
from the very beginning, it only seeks the highest essence and nothing else. Praise God. And the culmination of the Srimad Bhagavatam is the tenth canto. The deepest, most inclusive of all love of God. The highest yoga. Bhakti, as it is practiced by the residents of Rajbhumi. And of the Leelas of Vrindavan, the culmination is Krishna's Madhuriras, his conjugal loving, pure love affairs of the highest level of the soul's love with the gopis. And the culmination of the Ras Leela is when Krishna leaves all other gopis. Krishna tells the gopis when they come to him that even though he's the proprietor of everything that exists, Sarvaloka Maheshwaram, even in an entire lifetime of Brahma, he has no power to repay them for their love. He is conquered by their love. But he left all gopis to be with one. And as the gopis were searching for Krishna in the forest, for Vrindavan in the full moonlight, they saw two sets of footprints. Krishna was with Sri Radha. And Sukadeva Goswami could not contain himself any longer. Anaya Radhito Nunam Bhagavan Haradishwara Yano Bihaya Govinda Prithoyam Anayad Rama Raha They are explaining this copy, Sri Radha. Her love, her worship of Krishna is supremely perfect. So much so that Krishna left all of us, even after we left everything for him, just to be with her in a secluded place. Our Param Guru Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He said that some people are worshipping Krishna, but ultimately we worship Sri Radha. How? as the servant of the servant of the servant of her servants. Even Krishna himself worships Sri Radha. And what does this mean? 
that ultimately in the spiritual world the highest revelation is how pure love conquers the beloved. At Madantera, near the bank of Yamuna in Vrindavan, Kamadev, or Madana, he wanted to test Krishna. We know the story how once he wanted to test Shiva, and Shiva opened his third eye and glanced at him and was burned to ashes and became Ananga without a form. That's the power of Shiva. He could not be um, seduced by the powers of Cupid. But when Kamadev came to test Krishna, he aimed his arrow and looked at that beautiful threefold bending form of Shamsundar. And when that form entered through his eyes and touched his heart, it created such an ecstatic attraction of the soul that he fell to the ground unconscious. Kamadev Cupid, who attracts everyone in this world and everything, When you look in the floor in your, in your room and you see so many ants, why do you think there's so many? Because of the power of Cupid attracts them. That's how population expands. When we look at the expansion of human population, it's not happening by growing on trees. It's happening because of Cupid's powers. And even the fruits on trees and the trees, pollination is all happening by Cupid's powers, this power of attraction. What is the power of Kamadev? He fell unconscious in ecstasy because he could not contain his limitless attraction. Krishna is attracted by Sri Radha. Madan Mohan, the conqueror of Cupid, is attracted to Madan Mohan Mohini, Sri Radha, the conqueror of the conqueror of Cupid. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita gives us some clues when Sri Krishna sees the beauty of Sri Radha, his crown and his peacock feather sometimes just fall off and he doesn't even know it. He's endlessly attracted. And when Sri Radha is touched by the breeze that has touched Krishna, she just, in her consciousness, she just flies into that breeze. When she sees the color of a tamal tree, she, she, she embraces it. 
There are so many beautiful, poetic, historical descriptions of the love between Shishi Radha and Krishna. But in a place near Barasana, on a mountain, when Sri Radha is angry with Krishna, he puts his head on her feet and cries, begging for her love. This is the supreme proprietor, the supreme conqueror, the absolute truth who is the cause of all causes, who by his own sweet will wants to show the power of love. It is the greatest mystery of all the scriptures. You couldn't hear before? Radharani's you? preparing everything so that you can hear from Gideon also. This is a very new temple, so they're still trying to adjust it. Now that you can hear me, I've become very shy. <laughs> He wrote beautiful prayer, which begins, O oh brothers, sisters, you will be most fortunate when Sri Radharani bestows her mercy on us. Then only can you approach her. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita describes Radha's love, the source of all love, the keeper of the treasure of all love. He's so great, so sweet, that Krishna, Paramishwar, the supreme controller of all controllers, it's the one thing he really wants to understand. Veda Hang Samatitani Bharatamana Nicharjana Pavashani Chaputani Mamta Vedana Kashtana Krishna tells in Gita, I know everything, past, present, and future. I know all living beings. He's the Paramatma, the super soul in every heart. He's living between every atom and in every atom. He knows everything. But he's yearning to understand three things. What is the nature of Sri Radha's love? What is it about himself? that attracts her 
and invokes the sweetness of her love. And what is the happiness that she feels when she tastes the sweetness of his love? In order to have that experience, Radha Bhava Dhuti Subhanitanami Krishna Svarupa. Krishna appears with the Mahabhava, the highest ecstasies of Sri Radha's love, and accepts her own compassion in the form of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The one who, be, who is eternally two has become one again. In the moon of Sri Radha, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is distributing her love freely to everyone, anyone, without discrimination, who simply is willing to receive it. Namo Mahabharanyaya Krishna Premukadaya Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namane Gaurakrishna The most merciful, the most nearness of all incarnations, even more than Krishna. Why? Why is Lord Chaitanya even more merciful than because it's Sri Radha's heart that's distributing her love as the loving mother of all living beings. Through the simple process of the chanting of the Holy Names. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Hare Hare. With this understanding, we could get some glimpse of Paramvijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtan. By this chanting of the holy names is the prime benediction. As we have described, although you may not have heard it. <laughs> Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, Narada, Sukadeva, Krishna are all yearning for even a drop of the ocean of this love of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that when we're talking that the subject of bhakti ras, transcendental loving relationships, is like a bottomless ocean that has no shores. That means it's infinite. The most anyone can possibly try to understand is a single drop. But that drop can drown, inundate the entire universe in ecstatic love. That ocean is Sri Radha's love. Sri Radha has come to this world in her, to distribute from her Mahabhava, Krishna Prayer. 
It's chanting of the holy names, Harinam Sankirtan, is the essence of Sri Radha's compassion for even the most fallen souls in this age of Kali. When Srila Prabhupada, 50 years ago, sailed 38 days on the MV Jaladuta, enduring so many difficulties. In his homes of prayer at the Boston Harbor, he ended by saying, I have no devotion to Bhakti, and I have no knowledge Vedanta, but I have complete faith in the holy name of Krishna. Now, Krishna, it is up to you to fulfill the meaning of the name Bhaktivedanta. And he signed it, the unfortunate, insignificant beggar, A.C. Bhaktivedanta. Srila Prabhupada endured so many difficulties. Why? because he understood who is Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What is the most supremely exalted nature of Sri Radha beyond the Absolute Truth, worshipped by the Absolute Truth, conquers the Absolute Truth, that is Sri Radha. In her highest compassion, she's giving her love through the chanting of the holy names. It was that that Sri Prabhupada brought us. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Truly blessed, one of the most beloved, confidential servants, associates, confidantes of Srila Prabhupada is with us. A person whom Srila Prabhupada values so deeply because of his complete surrender and faith. Now we will hear from this most fortunate and beloved personality, His Holiness, Vidyaraj Swami.